Hey, this is Mark with A Present Word, where scripture is shared with insightful and practical applications for you today. Luke chapter 10, verse 38. Now it happened as they went that Jesus entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Over the years, I've heard a lot of teaching on these verses. Often Mary is portrayed as the spiritual one, and Martha, more the works-related sister. She's worried about many things. First, let me say, I believe Martha has been mischaracterized by many preachers and teachers over the years. We just read in verse 38, Martha had a sister, Mary, who also sat at the feet of Jesus. Well, this verse signifies that both Martha and Mary sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Remember, Martha is the one who welcomed the Lord into their home in verse 38. When we read stories like this in the Bible, we should ask ourselves why it was important for the Holy Spirit to inspire Luke to record these events in the scriptures. This story takes place in Bethany, mentioned also in the Gospel of John, it appears Jesus came and went from this home. What's so special about Bethany and this family? Try to imagine what it's like having the Lord show up with all his disciples piling into your house. There's always one or two disciples hanging around the kitchen asking, what do you have to nibble on? Martha recognizing they were hungry and hoping to be fed. Meanwhile, Jesus is in the living room teaching, and there's Mary sitting at his feet. I believe Martha had previously been sitting there also, but saw a few of the disciples hanging around her kitchen, and she went to investigate. Now, I realize I'm taking my liberties in this story, but please bear with me. It's most likely Martha whispered to her sister Mary and said, Come help me in the kitchen to prepare a meal and serve. I can't do all this on my own. I need your help. But Mary ignored her and did not move from the feet of Jesus. We read in verse 40, Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. We all have a tendency when others aren't cooperating with what we believe should be the priority, we can get frustrated. I believe Martha was frustrated and troubled. She quite possibly could have interrupted the teaching session in the living room, approaching the Lord to let him know she's left alone to serve. Lord, tell my sister to help me. She's not listening to me. Lord, do you care? Jesus answered and said, Martha, Martha, you're worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. Jesus is telling Martha, in essence, I do care, but what I really care about is what your sister Mary is doing right now. She's chosen the good part. 
feeding my disciples is also important, and we will do that afterwards, Martha. So we have to ask ourselves, is sitting at Jesus' feet when he's teaching, is that always the good part? I would say yes, yes, and yes. When Jesus is teaching, that's the good part. You need to be sitting at his feet listening. Afterwards, when he's finished, then get up and get busy. Jesus never told Martha to stop doing what she was doing. Remember, Martha is the one that approached the Lord and rebuked him concerning her sister not helping. The point is neither one is more spiritual or devoted to the Lord than the other. Both of them, I believe, were sitting at the feet of Jesus, but I think we have to consider temperament and personality between the sisters. We know that each one of us is uniquely made, and the way we relate to the Lord and those around us is by design the way God made us. Each one of us is unique. As I study this story, there are things I love about Mary that I have been inspired by, and there are things about Martha that I also have been inspired by. They're both important parts of the body of Christ and necessary. Now back to the question, why did the Holy Spirit inspire Luke to record this story in the scriptures? There is one more character in this story that I believe will give us a fuller picture of why Jesus continued to visit them in Bethany and why the Holy Spirit inspired Luke to record it. Let's take a look in the Gospel of John, chapter 11, starting in verse 1. Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus, of Bethany, the town of Mary, and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair. Therefore the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Verse 5, Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away, and many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jump to verse 28. And when she had said these things, she went her way and secretly called Mary her sister, saying, The teacher has come and is calling you. As soon as she heard that, she rose quickly and came to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. Verse 32, Then when Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus loved Lazarus so much that he raised him from the dead, even after four days. Sometimes we feel like we've died and there's no hope of resurrection in our present circumstances. This story teaches us to trust the Lord even after something's been dead for many days. Believe in God. He is able to raise us back to life. We just read, as soon as Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went out to meet him. This reminds me of a scripture found in Matthew chapter 25 starting in verse 6, And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose, trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, 
Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you. But go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. While they went away to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. I realized Martha was disappointed that the Lord didn't immediately come to Bethany when he was notified Lazarus was sick and heal him. She said in John 11, verse 21, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have not died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God. We can see here Martha was ready. Her lamp was full of oil and burning with readiness to go out to meet the Lord when he arrived. We find Mary sitting in the house. Martha secretly called her and said, The teacher's looking for you. When she heard that, she arose and came quickly, and she fell down at his feet. Here we see Mary always falling down at his feet. Mary always appears to be at the feet or close by. When Martha went out to meet him, she probably walked up to him and talked to him face to face. We don't know. We don't see her always at the Lord's feet like Mary, but that's okay. There are times we need to be at his feet. There are times we need to be standing talking to him face to face. There are times we need to be serving him or his brother and fulfilling the will of God. The Gospel of John chapter 12, starting in verse 1. Jesus came to Bethany where Lazarus was who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with the Lord. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of oil. I believe the Lord wants us to see in this story Mary as one who is at his feet. The Lord wants to see that Martha served. Over the years, I've encountered two schools of thought. One school is those who are preaching, becoming like Christ. The other school is doing for Christ. The truth is, in my opinion, there should only be one school. We need to be becoming and doing simultaneously. Getting back to temperament and personalities, quite often you see the Mary believers separated from the Martha believers in the church. Why? Well, because they're different from each other. Their internal makeup or constitution is unique. God has made them this way. Each member of the body doing its part, fitly joined together, causes the growth of the body, Ephesians 4.16. Many times the Marthas will criticize the Marys, saying they're wasting their time, spending all their time in prayer and at the feet of Jesus, when they should be getting active and busy in the church. There's so much to do, and we're left here alone. I don't think they care. And the Marys are saying, we need to spend more time before the Lord in his presence, seeking his face, spending time in his word in the quiet secret place. This church needs more prayer. The truth is, we need both attributes, or both sisters, working in us. We need Mary's devotion, and we need Martha's service. If we are to be transformed into the image of Christ, I believe the Holy Spirit will help us develop both of these inner qualities. Jesus said, I did not come to be served, but to serve, in Matthew chapter 20, verse 28. We know Jesus spent much time in prayer with his Father so that he would know what to say, what to do, and where to go. Without prayer, we're all like a ship without a rudder, just drifting along all over the place. We may look busy, but we won't be accomplishing much for the kingdom of heaven. 
We understand we need to be like Mary. We also understand we need to be like Martha. But the last part we have to understand is Lazarus. We will never be truly effective for the Lord without dying to self like Lazarus. The Apostle Paul said, I die daily. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 31. I always carry about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our mortal body. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 10. So what does all this mean? Well, first, Mary is sitting at the feet of Jesus. Martha is serving. Lazarus is dying. Jesus said to Martha, one thing is needed. Jesus made this his highest priority to Martha. I believe what Jesus meant by one thing is needed. Martha, Mary has chosen that good part. First, it's a choice. Mary has chosen to sit at the Lord's feet. I believe Mary could have seen a few of the disciples standing around in the kitchen. I think she knew they were hungry and hoping for food, but she wasn't going to be distracted by them. If you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these things will be added to us. Mary stayed focused on the Lord and remained at his feet. Well, Martha saw all the disciples and got distracted with much serving, left the living room and started waiting on people and their needs, missing the highest priority of one thing is needed. Mary, on the other hand, could be challenged by what the Apostle James wrote in chapter 1, verse 22, be you doers of the word and not hearers only. In Luke 19, verse 13, Jesus said, occupy till I come. But we need to understand when the Lord comes and begins to teach us in his word and we're quickened, it's imperative that we sit and wait upon the Lord, spending time with him. Afterwards, we can all get busy living it out in obedience. If we choose to sit at his feet and receive his teaching and pray that all the work and service we do on behalf of his disciples, the lost, the poor, all of our activity will now have spiritual life and the costly fragrance of that spikenard will fill the house. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved. 2 Corinthians 2.14 If we are successful in allowing the Lord to work into us the traits of all three characters in this story, worshiping, serving, and dying, represented by this beloved family, we will fulfill Jesus' highest request. Only one thing is needed, which will not be taken away from us. I hope this message was helpful to you today. If you would like to be notified of future podcasts, click the follow or subscribe button. Donations to A Present Word in any amount are greatly appreciated. Just click the support link or the heart button if you're on our website. To contact me, the email is apresentword at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.